Okay, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Friday, October 1st. I'm Mark Hodge, head coach at Rockwell Trading. I think I got the sound down today. I'm here with your stock market update, always covering what you need to know as we approach the trading day. And this video, of course, will be covered in 15 minutes or less. Now, let's go ahead and pull up the charts. I think I'm good on this one, too. Here we go. So here we have a chart of the S&P, and we see what happened yesterday, September 30th, last trading day of the quarter, last trading day of the month, and it was a, a pretty ugly finish. Closing at session lows, and we look at the chart here, this takes us right back down to where things uh, began last Monday when we had the Evergrande uh you know, concerns hitting the, the markets and the big sell-off there. We made lows here two Mondays ago and uh, saw a pretty nice recovery and then rally throughout the week. Not the case this week where we've continued to see a slide. We're right down here at these levels uh, in the S&P. And if we look at the Dow, similar situation for the Dow, right? Coming back down to these levels now. These levels, the, the Dow hasn't seen as much strength as the S&P and the NASDAQ over the last couple of months. Um, but here we see we're coming back to that range here for the Dow, just below 34,000. And if we look at the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ actually taking out uh, Monday's lows uh, from two Mondays ago and closing lower, trading back at levels that we haven't seen since July. Now, for the week... We are down pretty good, <laughs> pretty heavily, uh, down 4% in the NASDAQ, down 2.7% in the Dow, and Dow down 3.3% in the S&P. For the month, also, uh, September wrapping up the month, down uh, pretty significantly, down 4.8% in the S&P, and for the Dow, 4.3%, and for the NASDAQ down 5.7%. We see that after this really impressive uh, rally that we've seen, uh, really going back to the pandemic here, and then for this year, we're still up decent for the year, but September was one for the, the books, <laughs> where, you know, we talked about September historically being a rougher month, and uh, that's not always going to be the case, but September 2021, it was the case. So what's going on today? Well, it's a new month and a new trading day, and futures are pointing to a slightly higher start. Let's look at the E-mini S&P here. Let me go to a five-minute chart. And the E-mini S&P, uh, you see E-mini S&P dipped a little bit pre-market, Overnight, that is, saw a sell-off in the Asian session, saw it continue a little bit in the European session, and then a pretty uh, nice rally here that has brought us into positive territory. So kind of all over the place overnight, and we are trading higher now based on where we closed yesterday, uh, but there was a, a decent dip and recovery going on uh, in the dark for us in the U.S., and now the S&P and Dow are higher as we head into the open. The NASDAQ down just above break even here, just up barely. 
Uh, but it looks like we'll see a positive start for the day as we approach the U.S. Open. So let's uh, see what's going on here. Now, uh, let's look at the 10-year yield. Let's look at the 10-year yield, see what's going on here. U.S. 10Y in trading view. So we've talked about the US, the, the yields and uh, yields going higher, putting pressure on the NASDAQ. Uh, this was definitely the theme this week, Evergrande last week, uh, the 10-year yields this week after uh, the Fed, their statement last week, and then also uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell and his testimony. Uh, but last couple of days, we've pulled back from these higher levels. Today, the U.S. 10-year yield is flat, so not a, a whole lot going on in the 10-year yield. So that's not really putting pressure on uh, the NASDAQ right now, uh, and it has come down a little bit. We also have officially avoided a government shutdown. Uh, we heard yesterday that a deal had been struck, but uh, President Biden, he signed a stopgap spending bill that will extend the government's able ability to spend through December 3rd. So they will need to work on an, uh, another short-term solution or longer-term solution, but at least for now, that's not a concern and uh, they'll need to reevaluate that by December 3rd. Another date coming up, October 18th, uh, the time that when they need to make a decision on either temporarily raising the debt ceiling or raising the debt ceiling. So spending-wise, a few things that uh, we need to be aware of uh, with, with the government. And uh, for now, though, those deadlines, October 18th and then December 3rd, and the government shutdown that was the Big topic of discussion this week is, has been avoided, uh, at least until December 3rd. Let's look at some movers here. Let's look at Merck. So Merck is seeing some nice movement pre-market. Look at this. We see that Merck is jumping to really its highs for the year uh, back here in, in January of this year, trading uh, above 80 bucks a share. Yesterday, it closed at $75. Why the move? Well, it's taking off pre-market because it announced that its COVID-19 pill cut the risk of death and hospitalization by 50%. And uh, the drug is in a late stage study, but Merck is looking to file for emergency use authorization as soon as possible. And investors are liking that. Merck up over 7% right now and a pretty nice jump getting right back up to those highs of the year. Another one, some more details about Lordstown Motors Ride. As many of you know, Marcus and I, we do have a position in Ride, full disclosure here. Uh, yesterday, it sounded like uh, there was a potential deal to have Ride sell its manufacturing plant to a Taiwan company uh, called Foxconn. And that deal is official. So Lord Sound made a deal to sell its Ohio plant for $230 million. And Foxconn will take over its manufacturing of Lord Sound's full-sized electric pickup. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But traders so far are liking this news. Uh, yesterday, there was a higher open and then a huge rally and a pullback, right? Here, let me reset the chart. We can 
take a better look at what happened yesterday. So we opened at 788, got as high as 893, almost nine bucks a share, and then it ended up closing at 798, where today it's up nine percent, trading at 870. This upper part of this range here from yesterday, and yeah, you know I I don't know enough about Foxconn to really have an opinion about the deal right now, but uh, there's money involved and uh, and maybe that helps put ride in the right direction. We'll see. Uh, just from a, a chart perspective, we see that we're well off these lows, started moving sideways, had this upper range, and uh, this move yesterday gets us you know, breaking out of the range. So I would love to see more upside here. Uh, can it get back up to 16 bucks a share? Who knows? But so far, last couple of days have been super positive for Ride, and it looks like investors like that deal. Or maybe it's some uh, shorts getting out of positions, which short co a short covering rally works well uh, if uh, you're long stock. So <laughs> I'm not going to complain whether it's a short covering rally or just people buying over the news. Either way, that works for me. All right, so let's take a look at Zoom. So Zoom and 5.9, uh, they have mutually agreed on backing out of a $15 billion deal. Uh, the deal was rejected by 5.9 shareholders. And that's funny. It says market is open. Uh, it looked like Zoom was up uh, about 4% pre-market on the news. And 5.9... Was down a little bit. Oh, pre-market five nine's up now. So uh, five nine. Either way, uh, it looks like Zoom's going to start higher uh, after the the deal uh, was backed out of, and uh, five nine is as well. So I guess shareholders for both companies didn't really care about the deal. It, it sounds like they still have a, a mutual deal, uh, just not. Uh, so they're working together. There's a, a relationship, but uh, it, it's just not. Uh, involving the two companies like it once was with uh, five nine shareholders saying nope. All right, let's look at Disney here. So Disney up about one percent pre market. We see Disney's just been trading in this range uh, up a little bit. Um, so Disney and Scarlett Johansson have settled the lawsuit. Uh, you might recall that the snake bitten actress was a little upset after she was promised a large chunk of in-theater revenue for her role in the hit movie Black Widow. Uh, Disney kind of, they, they kind of tossed out that concern, but Disney was sued and a deal has been reached. Uh, the details or terms of the lawsuit weren't disclosed, uh, but uh, there has been, uh, the lawsuit has been settled. So the big concern there was Disney decided to release the movie on Disney Plus while the movie was debuting in theaters, basically cannibalizing the actress's potential profit at the time. And I do believe that uh, Disney has decided to just release movies in the theater for the rest of the year. So it's kind of an experiment to release it simultaneously with their Disney Plus streaming service. But they actually have had some good numbers in theaters. And so... They're, they're back to their theater action there. Uh, speaking of Disney, it's uh, 50 years since Magic Kingdom first opened at Disney World Florida. So 50-year anniversary for the Magic Kingdom in Disney World Florida. 
And uh, for a little inflation throwback, admission in 1971 when the park opened was $3.50 for adults and a dollar for children. And it's now $109. So a uh, pretty nice increase since 1971. I like those prices. <laughs> $3.50 for adults. That's a good time at Disney. All right, let's look at a few others here. Cotty. Cotty, I believe, is uh, how you say it. C-O-T-Y, the ticker either way. Up about 5% pre-market. Now, they're looking pretty sweet with a 5% move and or looking pretty. Uh, the cosmetic company is up nicely after announcing a deal to sell another 9% of its Wella beauty business. And we could take a look at NIO here, N-I-O. Up a little bit pre-market, up 3.5%. They reported deliveries of 10,628 vehicles in September. And this is a 126% increase over a year ago for the electric vehicle maker. So traders are liking those delivery numbers. And it looks like maybe maybe Neo could be finding some support here. neo has been struggling over the last couple of months after making highs around 53, 54 bucks a share. Might be finding some support up three and a half percent pre-market. Well, let's uh, take a look at cryptos. For those of you in the crypto space, Bitcoin up big today. Look at this. Bitcoin after getting hit over the last. Uh, well, they were reacted to the overall market sell off two Mondays ago, and then just kind of got stuck in this range. But Bitcoin up almost eight percent getting back up to those levels before the Evergrande uh, news came out. So Bitcoin looking pretty good. We could look at Ethereum also up almost 8% pre-market. Similar move there. So Bitcoin and cryptos are on the move today. So first trading day of October, ready to kick off in just about 15 minutes here. Futures still point to a higher start, looking a little bit better for when we first started the market update today and uh, we'll see if this rally can continue maybe we're gonna have a great october we're always gonna have a great october it's just are the markets gonna be up or down that is to be decided so that's gonna do it for today's stock market update as always if you like this video please like it on youtube as well and uh, we'll see you next week until monday have a great trading day and happy trading everybody